Welcome to the Pod Fast Food Cast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. And on this show, each week, we go to a different fast food location, sit down, try one of their menu items, and we talk about it, mm-hmm. review it, give it a score. Mm-hmm. This week, we went to Chipotle. <laughs> what? Oh, my. We're mixing it up this week. So this week, uh, we're finally dipping our toes into the world of customizable fast food options. I think we've dabbled in fast casual before, though nothing is quite coming to mind. Have we done fast casual before? I think I don't know if you would call the pizza places fast casual. Mm. Like a Donato's yeah. or a Little Caesars. I, I don't know. That's tough. I feel like it's in between a fast food. It's not really a fast casual. So we did five guys' French fries Ooh. during yeah. the March Spudness tournament. That might be it. Uh, like you're saying, like, than, yeah. I wouldn't call a pizza place really a fast casual. No. Yeah. So so I think we, we, we've mostly stuck with fast food, by and large. Yes. So... This is this is a, a bit of a double whammy. Uh, this is our first main episode that has been a fast casual restaurant, so that that's a mix up. But on top of that, yeah, we're, so now we're finally doing a customizable menu option, and yeah. we talked through this. Yeah, right. Do you want to explain what our process was and how we got here? What what we're doing here? So we've talked about doing this in the past, both on the show and off the show, uh, in terms of menu items that are just fully customizable, right? Mm-hmm. Everything we've done so far has been, you can go to the place and we're reviewing it as we talk about, as you get it, if you just ask. So like the Big Mac's the first episode. You go to this restaurant, you get the Big Mac. Now, like Burger King does like the have it your way. I was just about to say that exact thing. <laughs> right. So yeah, at some of these places you can, you know, customize yes. it to some I mean, extent. Yeah, you can, you can change the Big Mac as much as you want. You can get no meat on there. Yeah. Taco Bell is the king of that. You can swap anything out for anything. Yep. Ever. Yeah. But in this case, if you went to Chipotle and you said, can I get a burrito? They're going to ask you several questions and have you uh, like quiz you on what you want on this thing. Right. Which is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it leaves us to a point where, you know, it's it becomes a different thing to review because, I mean, it's tough. You know, it, there's not just one way to get it. Right. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily difficult if we have a it's good process. It's if we have a good process behind it and how we want to handle it. And I think that, as you'll describe in a second here, I think we handle this in about the most natural way possible. Nothing on this show is ever difficult. It's always good times and fun, and it's perfect. It comes to us so naturally. This is like breathing for us. <laughs> so, what I and you, what we have decided, uh, yeah, usually. Usually it's you say the other person first. What you and I, all right, buddy. Okay, buddy. What you, what you and I, yeah. Um, is for the for this episode the first time we ever do this to do our order, right? When we go here, this is what we would get. Yep. I think that in the future, and this specifically applies to Chipotle, it might be interesting to go back even to the same item and try a limited time or a specialty meat they did they yep. do. Yep. Uh, for example, right now, it's not that new anymore. I think it's been out for a couple months, but they have a chicken al pastor that you can get mm-hmm. uh, on your burrito, on your bowl or whatever. So that's a new meat. And if we ever wanted to go back and just talk about that meat, that would be something. But for the yeah. first episode, 
We're going to Chipotle. We're going to get our menu. This is what we would get if we went here to get a burrito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the Alpes store is like a sweet and spicy kind of deal. But yeah, so and, and when it comes to these places, what we've decided is is that we'll get the same type of item. So Chipotle yes. will do, you know, they'll do burritos, they'll do a burrito bowl, they'll do a salad, which kind of the same thing, just without like the 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 main base. The base is just like lettuce or whatever, right? They'll do tacos, and recently added, relatively, they started doing quesadillas. So. Mm-hmm. We decided that on our first Chipotle episode, this is us reviewing the Chipotle burrito, and then we will do our order from there. So yeah, so if we return to Chipotle, it could it could be either or. It could be yeah. we'll come back and do uh, the bowl, we'll come back and do tacos, or it could be we're coming back specifically to review the chicken. Now, uh, the chicken at El Pastor. Now, now, maybe that could be a twofer, right? That is maybe, true. Maybe we could do the bowl and then we get the the new meat or whatever or meat replacement or whatever it is they end up doing. So, yeah. So I and I think it would make sense that when we do restaurants in the future like this and we come back to a place, it would probably make sense for us to moving forward, start adding variety to our orders to kind of make sure that over time we've sort of checked out what the menu has to offer. Does that make sense? Right. I'll I'll start off. We're we're gonna let everybody know our order, and we'll do this at the top here. But I'll just start off by saying you and me both got steak because that's what our usual order is. We both usually get steak, but maybe in the future, like if we do the tacos next, maybe we get chicken tacos so that we can talk right. about chicken. You know, even if yeah. there isn't a new meat. Uh, so Rod, do you want to read off what your order was? Uh, and then, well, no, I'm just saying we'll both read off our no, order. No, I'd love to. Yeah, so people know what we got, and then we can go from there. Okay, so you go to Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Do you do you want to role play a little here with me? Yeah, do you we're have there. The, do you have do you have the burrito menu pulled up so you can like quiz me? Yeah, so as knock, if you're the the employee. Yeah, knock knock knock. We just opened up the door. Oh, oh, you knock knock knocked on the door. I'm yeah. working at Chipotle. I'm behind the counter. You mm-hmm. knock 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 on the door. You walked in. You're here bright and early. It's uh, what what time <laughs> does Chipotle open? It's eight a.m. Bright and early, you're here for a burrito. You come up to the line. I ask you, Ryan, what would you like? Burrito. I'm pointing taco. and laughing at you to begin with because of your silly little apron. Right. And because you're a fast food worker right and, now. So and, I'm, pointing, and because, I'm pointing and, and laughing. And because you hate the service industry. You hate the people that work in it. You're openly hostile. You <laughs> you're openly hostile against the people that provide this food for us that we talk about on this podcast. No. No, you wouldn't. You don't do that. You're very kind. I would like people. one burrito, please, okay. and make it double wrapped. Right. Ooh. Okay. What? That's your first customization option. So they do a pretty big burrito at Chipotle. Pretty well known for giving yes. you a sizable burrito. You like to make sure that the contents are all locked <laughs> up in there, and the, and you love you love those carbs. I love the carbs. I love their tortilla, which we'll get it way into when we really so deeper into this review. Mm-hmm. And you know what? A couple of years ago, I started doing the double wrap on every single burrito I ever get. I don't even get that much stuff. I mean, I'm looking at your order next to mine, mm-hmm. and it's about half, maybe three quarters of the same of the length. Yeah, uh, and about half of that is taken up by double wrap with tortilla, which is a lot of words. Well, and mine is interesting. So mine is kind of artificially longer, and we'll get to that. But yes, all right. I know. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, I just I haven't had a single leakage ever since I switched the double wrap. My burrito has never fallen apart, and that's what I need. So 
I'd like a double wrapped, a burrito. Okay, so double wrapped. Now we're on to the protein and or veg. The the effectively the the main. What is what is the main part of your burrito? Yes, I I used to be a chicken guy, a plain old chicken guy. Yeah, but I'm now more into steak. One one steak, please. Hey, you know what? I was just gonna go through all of these main options and just ask you what you ended up getting. But this is the first time we're ever doing Chipotle. I'm just gonna really quickly tell everybody what your options are, right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe if we go back to Chipotle in the future, maybe we'll just do our order. But you're, I'm glad that we're doing it this way because now we can let everybody know what the menu's like if you haven't been there. Yeah. Okay, so your options are chicken, steak, barbacoa, carnitas, sofritas, which is their like plant based you know, replacement, mm-hmm. uh, veg, veggie, which includes gu- guacamole as like your, your main protein or veg. And then we mentioned at the top of the show, the chicken al pastor, which is sort of their sweet and spicy chicken. Yes. They have, I believe had a limited time ones in the past though. Yeah. I think those might've just become main ones. Cause I think the carnitas was limited time before. I, that sounds right. That's or it was right. new at some point. Uh, and I do want to just mention, I've, I've heard that the, the plant-based sofritos were actually pretty good from I, a friend on the internet. I've, I've always heard, really heard good things about that. I've always heard good things about those. If people don't know, so carnitas is like uh, your pulled pork equivalent used in yeah. Mexican cuisine. And then barbacoa is like your shredded beef with yeah. seasonings and stuff like that. And I, I think you are right. I think the barbacoa or carnitas rather is newer and... Um, yeah, the sofritas. I've always heard good things about that. So, some people like the 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 main veggie one, but I've mm-hmm. I've heard good things about both. So you used to go chicken, and now you go steak. Yeah, for sure. Cool. We got white rice. We got brown rice. We got both. We got neither. What are you thinking? Now you uh, you've really opened my eye to this whole both idea, and I'm thinking the next time I go here, that's gonna be what I do. Spoilers for your order. Yep. But um, I go white rice. For no real reason. The I classic. haven't given that much thought. The but classic. Yeah. The classic. Uh, you know, we're about to do beans in a second here. White rice, black beans. That That's the classic. If you get a burrito, a burrito. If you get a generic burrito, that's what mm. I would expect to find inside of there. So you're yeah. going white. Okay. Beans, black beans, pinto beans, no beans, both beans. I don't get beans. No beans. No beans, please. I, you know, again, I used to. Mm-hmm. I don't need the beans. And I, I they kind of make me feel icky. The whole thing kind of makes me feel icky. Wow. What? Icky. I mean, it, sit, it, it sits right in your stomach. Like I feel like I'm going to explode when I get one of these. Oh, my God. I, you know, we talk about this a lot on this show. And I feel like you get this response from many a fast food and yeah. or fast casual place. This is one of the places that that does not happen to me. That is surprising. That is that, This is one of the most consistent places where this happens to me. This hmm. this kills me. Wow. This, this is a plan your whole day around kind of guy. I mean, going double duty on the covers might do that to you. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, anyways, I don't get beans. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't need beans. I used to get pinto. Do, do what that what you will. All right. Uh, next, we have our variety of toppings. Uh, two of which are. Gotta pay extra for. This is classic. I feel like anybody that knows Chipotle knows about gotta pay for extra for that guacamole. That's the yes. classic. Uh, re- relatively recently, within the last few years, they added queso blanco. You gotta get, get, you get up charge for that as well. 
Then you've then getting away from the upcharged items, we have an array of salsas. We have fresh tomato, roasted chili corn, tomatillo green, and tomatillo red, which is like their spicy, that's their hot sauce. Uh, they also have sour cream, fajita veggies, cheese, and romaine lettuce. What would yes. you like? So I, I, want, I want to say I've had all of these at different points on different burritos. Not Me all too. of them. I don't think I've had the, the, the two uh, chili salsas before. Gotcha. I, I honestly I, didn't know they were there. I have tried both. I have tried every one of these, uh, so I'm right there with you. And I think they're all pretty good. Yeah. This is this is a great list. Um, my usual for the past couple of years, ever since they added the queso, is to get the queso. Okay. Because I, I like it, and that's kind of a hot take. I know people don't people aren't a huge fan of that. Uh, I get the queso. I do also get the shredded cheese. Doubling up on get, dairy. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it'll make sense why I don't feel good. Starting to build build that case up. I get the roasted chili corn salsa. Uh-huh. And that'll do it for me. That's very tasty, the, the chili corn salsa. It's I nice. love the corn salsa. If I'm feeling into it, I'll get the romaine lettuce. I don't like the way I, it's kind of cut long. And I think about it, I think of the uh, health crisis from like 10 years ago. When there, mm. when Chipotle's lettuce was contaminated. Whoa. Uh, and I don't know. I don't really get the lettuce, but every once in a while, if I, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling a little fresh, I'll get the fajita vegetables and those are good. It's funny you bring that up. So, uh, <laughs> lettuce adds a nice oh. crunch to it. No, it's what? Do you think this is funny? Uh, a bowl? Uh, not that part. It was funny <laughs> that you brought up the fajita veggies, man. Come on, dude. No, it's funny that you mentioned the fajita veggies because this has come up for me with my Chipotle order. I, I sometimes get a burrito. That's my, kind of my sometimes order. I would say my primary order is usually a bowl. And over the years, I have gone back and forth on the fajita veggies. And here's the thing. When I get the fajita veggies, I get so full so fast. <laughs> they fill me up so much. When I'm double, I always... I, I personally always get a meat, and when I double up on those, fills me up like crazy. So, that is where my head goes. I, I feel like the fajita veggies I would really like if I was dropping the meat, and that was just kind of the main mm-hmm. bulk of the experience. It's kind of a lot for me, and it kind of does what you were describing of kind of knocks you on your behind after you eat from this place, if I get the fajita veggies, that's going to happen because it just adds up that that is the equivalent for me of like getting like double meat. It ends up just being a very filling, very quickly experience. I will say, I think that makes more sense than a bowl because it's easier to portion control with the bowl. It's easier to eat half of a bowl. You do, I believe you get a little more food in the bowl, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, it, it just, it makes more sense to eat half the bowl put in the fridge. And yeah. it does eat half the burrito put in the fridge. It just kind of feels different. Yeah. All right. So I'm taking the apron off and you or you just got your burrito handed to you for uh, uh-huh. coming off. the. You, you paid for it. You got the burrito handed to you. You ate it. You, uh, you woofed it down in a few seconds. You've run around the counter. I've tossed you the apron. And now I am on the other side. And now you work at Chipotle. And now yeah. I am standing here pointing and laughing at you and making fun of you. You, you would like to speak to my manager? I, yeah, that's right. I actually, my two weeks are in right now. I've got nothing to lose, buddy. Do you want to take this out back and, <laughs> and we can get... 
We can figure this out. We want to sort this one out. Throw hands. <laughs> hey, what, hey, what do you want? I would like a burrito, please. Period. <sighs> no double wrapping necessary. All right, kid. I would go double wrap if I got, say, the fajita veggies or double meat or something mm-hmm. like that. If I was going big so burrito, warrant it. yeah. I will say I, I usually do get it because also the queso will make it wet, wet. And sometimes I want to just make sure it's all contained. Yeah. So spoiler alert for mine: I do not get the queso blanco, and I I've tried it on a burrito before. Mm-hmm. It was it was too much for me. I I kind of like it. <laughs> I, I, it's a I think exciting. I think their queso is okay. I think if I were to go with one of the add-ons, uh, I did not go guacamole today. I would go guacamole if I was to do that. Uh, that is so many spoilers in this episode. Like we cannot hold our horses, buddy. Yeah, I I didn't go guac. I sometimes will. <laughs> I think personally, I think personally, guacamole on a burrito is good because guacamole mm. tastes very good. I would rather have that as a side personally. I can see that. Or or on a bowl. I I think yeah. I think when a it's in the burrito. On a bowl. I think I like to keep a burrito a little tighter and more the fundamentals. Yeah. So so I am so just what, go yeah, go ahead. What 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 kind of meat are you getting, kid? This is a weird employee. I am also going steak, as mentioned previously. Now, would you ever get double steak? Are you a double meat kind of guy, or are you a... I I don't think I ever have. I guess if I was really hungry, maybe I would do that. Um, Life Hack Corner, uh, you ask for steak, and then you watch them put it on, and if it's not enough for you, you say double steak, actually. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you get more than you would. If you just said double steak, they won't put as much on. Wow. Life Hack Alert. <laughs> Food hack. Hashtag food hack. Get that trending, people. Right, what kind of rice do you want? So I go double rice. I'm going both white and brown, half and half, half of each. Yeah. White plus brown. It's interesting. And I'll just jump ahead and let people know. I also do that for the beans. So I like a little bit of each one. It gets it all mixed up in there. I think the flavor is very nice. Love beans. Love rice. I could eat beans and rice as the primary component. Of every single dish in my day, and I would be very happy. Love so I'm hearing this. I'm the employee. I'm already starting to get a little pissed off at this guy because he's ordering so many oh. different things. So I'm like, I, I'm like trying to figure out how to do this. I'm saying this at the restaurant, and they're very annoyed. No, if you say half rice, <laughs> uh, half and half of each rice, they're very, they're very accommodating towards that. Oh, just you wait. Right, how, do you want, how do you want? How do you want to top things off? As the Chipotle manual tells me to say. Yeah. Okay, so I am going fresh tomato salsa, which is like their pico de gallo equivalent, mm. right? I'm going roasted chili corn salsa. All right, all right. Like you. Very nice. That's a nice combination. You mm. get the, the tomatoes, you get the corn. All comes together. Very nice experience. I'm going sour cream to okay. liven things up. That's sort of getting me that cooling, that nice quality that you're probably getting from your queso. And for me, that... It was just, it was like the taking the sour cream experience to a jacked up level, which became a little much for me. But I am going sour cream, cheese, romaine lettuce. Okay. And um, I'm pretty happy with that. Now, 
my biggest flex spot when it comes to a burrito, we talked about this earlier, is whether or not I get the tom- tomatillo red chili sauce, salsa. Mm-hmm. I've gotten that a lot. It's very good. I like hot stuff. But it definitely changes the whole complexion of the burrito or bowl. It becomes a whole other thing when I get that. Right. And today I just I wasn't really in the mood for it. That is definitely the spiciest thing on Chipotle's menu. And it just depends on the day. Wasn't in the mood for it today, so I didn't get it. Uh, what I have heard from people, and I do want to mm. try at some point in the future, is, is that some people will get all four salsas. What? Mix the tomatillo green with the tomatillo red. And people say that that creates a very pleasant final result where it, it dulls a little bit of the heat and then you get a little bit of that extra flavor and it kind of all comes together very nice, nicely. I would like to try that at some point. Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, that sounds that sounds interesting. Now yeah. that's gotta be double route. That's gotta be the wettest thing you could conjure. Agreed, agreed, definitely. But or, um, or maybe in a bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can really get it all mixed too. Yep. Cool. What What do you think of all this stuff? All All this big old burrito that we got. What do you think of it? I like it. I think there's a lot of interesting components in this burrito. There's a lot of parts that make it work. This is in in, in the fast casual world, even in the fast food world. Mm-hmm. This is such a complete package. And this thing is it's huge and it's got some heft to it. Yes. I think that's one of my favorite parts about it is it's not like it's not very long. It's very mm, rotund. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, oh, it's okay. rotund. I'm going to go to rotund. Yeah, but no, uh, it has girth to it. It's it's large. You, big, you can give this thing like a good slap. Big circumference. It's it's a meaty fella. This is this That's is a, a beast. One of my favorite parts. It, it feels like almost, and it's insane to me that the bowl is even more food. Mm-hmm. With some of the most food you can get at a fast food restaurant, this thing is huge for a single menu item. If you're something so simple, you know, mm-hmm. you don't need to get all the stuff on the side, the chips and the dip and whatever. You just need this. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's a very it's a very complete package. The first thing that I would say I have a problem with at Chipotle. Okay. And I I wouldn't call it necessarily a problem. I think that this is a problem for some people. Mm-hmm. I think for me it's something that I notice. Sometimes it frustrates me, sometimes it doesn't. It just depends on the bite. That's not a perfect mixed burrito, which is something that's almost impossible to do. Here is what I feel about that. Okay. Heterogeneity. It's an excellent component. What of, is that? <laughs> of the eating experience. That effectively means each bite gives you something different. That Correct. Th- the eating experience can get a little boring, dry, or stale if you're just getting a homogenous, everything is the same bite each time. I agree. The thing about a good burrito is is that you get that here here is what stood out to me today. I've eaten at Chipotle a lot. It's probably one of my most eaten at fast food places or fast casual places whatever ever for me. Because I, I like I think it's it's such a good go-to. There's one yeah. everywhere. It's always pretty solid. I uh, unlike something like Burger King where there's lots of variants and if you have a bad Burger King it ruins the whole thing. Yes. Chipotle is pretty consistent, I find. Like, maybe, like, the worker that day or whatever, but... When I was at school last year, this was definitely one of my go-tos. 
because it was yeah. right in the corner and I'd, you know everyone's not feeling all hungry i want i want to i want to kind of treat myself to something special yeah i go and i get a burrito it's like it's also perfect food if it's like i don't know 2 p.m and you just haven't eaten that day yeah. and you just want something that's, that is just a bunch of that's calories what it, that's what it was for me <laughs> Yeah, just... this was this was my. It's a Tuesday, so it's Destiny Two Reset Day, mm-hmm. and I haven't e- I haven't eaten. It's six p.m. Yep, and that will that will get me right back to where I was yesterday. Totally, I think I think Chipotle is really good in a pinch, uh, and I always leave pretty satisfied. I, it's not like a world beater or anything. I don't think that this is like this isn't the best burrito I've ever had, but it's very solid and. It's always there. So so yeah. I, I I am a fan of this place. So when it comes to the burrito itself and the mm-hmm. the oh yeah, right. So the each bite that you get something different. The thing that stood out to me today, despite the fact that I've been here a lot, I really like that Chipotle within a burrito, this is why I think their burrito really works. They have a very nice balance each time I go there between the hot and the cold items. That is a great point. It's very subtle, but very nice, I find. It's a very pleasant experience wow. where each bite you get some hot, which is usually the meat if you're getting meat or yeah. maybe the fajita veggies if you're going there. Mixed with the cold from, in my case, it was sour cream. In your case, uh, maybe it was like the queso or like guacamole if somebody gets that. But like, or, yeah. or the vegetables or the salsa, whatever it is. But you get that nice balance and then each bite is a little different. And that is why I think their burrito works and it all comes together. I think, I think they've nailed that aspect. I'm almost a little disappointed in myself because I'm usually the hot and cold guy on the podcast. Always talking about how I like the the you know the differences in te- uh, temperature yeah I, I that completely went over my head in this <laughs> i love that i love a lot of the extra toppings on the burrito are cold the the, the corn salsa is cold and the cheese is cold but the queso is hot right that right. blend is so good for me right when i bite in the first bite and it's mostly corn and rice and steak it's not the hottest thing mm-hmm. but then i get that warm cheese in there and it's whoa Right. Blows my mind. Uh, the only reason I wanted to bring up the the burrito uh, dispersion of, of ingredients mm-hmm. is because is to make sure that we, you know, we are all, we're all about comparing on this show. That's all we really do here. Yeah. Uh, and so this this is Chipotle Mexican Grill. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to make sure we get it in our favorite Mexican fast food restaurant in the mix. Ah. Uh. Who, who. With, in terms of their burritos, I'm not going to get into their other items like the Crunchwrap, which has this issue worse than anything in the whole world. Yep. But their their burritos, that's a perfect. That is every bite's exactly the same. <laughs> that is a, that is as perfectly cut as you can get. That you're not going to get that at Chipotle. Right. The employees at our local Taco Bell must love you because they they've got you. They'll they'll come up clutch for you with the burrito perfect balance yes, the will. nice strip of meat the nice layer of sauce they'll get the cheese in there it's all yeah it's everything's in one bite you go google five layer burrito made at a home at home mm-hmm. and you're gonna see like slop and mess you go to yeah. taco bell you see five layers and you can count them that is professionalism and craft midship <laughs> <laughs> But I, you're right. I don't have, in a real burrito, and this is skews way closer to an actual burrito. 
Mm-hmm. You want the you want the differences in bites. You don't want everything to feel exactly the same. It has frustrated me in the past when I go into something, especially if I get something different, if mm-hmm. I mix it up. I'll get the fajita vegetables and they're all in one end of the burrito and I'm pissed the whole time. Something like that. That's the only time I can find it to be frustrating. But th- those are just bad. That's a bad experience. The the normal, you know, normal heterogeneity mm-hmm. <laughs> is good. Yeah, and while, while I do think that there is a great case for heterogeneity throughout the eating experience, I completely get where you're coming from and why you brought this up. This is a very mm-hmm. common complaint people have. People do not like it when all of the one topping on their burrito is shoveled off into yes. one corner. That's a pretty common complaint. I, I, I think that, that that can frustrate people sometimes. So it is. It's a balancing act. Exactly. Exactly. It's one thing to get this burrito, and and one bite may have all the ingredients. One may only have a certain combination, and you get a good mixture. Versus, like I just mentioned, the crunch wrap at Taco Bell when all your tomatoes are in one corner, and then it's just like, oh, that part's just inedible. Uh, I think. I think my least favorite bite of this type is not one that I typically get at Chipotle because these are big guys and they fill them up to capacity. But I do not like when I get burritos from some other places, and that first bite you take is just all tortilla. So I can't agree. I actually <laughs> cannot agree. And that is what I get from Chipotle, and it's excellent. Now, the first bite, all tortilla, eh, that's not the best. That's not what I'm looking for. The last bite, if it's just like, if it's kind of if it's kind of soaked up a lot of this, the, the general burrito juice yeah. into the bottom, the bottom. He's at the bottom. And it's yeah. just a really dense tortilla bite. Oh, well, you found the only reason I like these things. That's You know how people like get the drumsticks, the ice cream drumsticks, and they only eat the bottom part? Oh, yeah. That's how I am with like, like a nicely packed burrito. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to see that person that <laughs> unwraps a drumstick, takes it out of the packaging, grabs it by the top part, by the That'd ice cream awesome. part, and then just chomps on the bottom. <laughs> and just hands the rest to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I can feel you on that bottom bite, that kind of last bite of the burrito, where you where you still have some of the toppings, but a li- just a little bit, right? Just sprinkling the but the stuff that's pulled up at the bottom. But yeah, then that, I like that a, big a firmly packed food. Okay. And I, I I was talking to our mom about this the other day. Yeah. And this sparked a disagreement because she told me that that didn't mean anything, and Ooh. that wasn't a thing. Interesting. I think that it, that it does mean something like something like to be firmly packed in there. I was talking about the, the these uh, frozen chicken melts mm-hmm. from Costco. Yeah, and also an encrustable, a peanut butter and jelly encrustable, uncrustable, which is like those like pre made like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that have all the yeah. crust cut off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are like firmly packed. Like they're sealed around the edges, and they're like dense little guys. That's good food. Okay, here's my argument as to why this is definitely a thing. I'm painting a picture for those listening. One of the listeners is our mom, so shout out to mom. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Okay. You get mozzarella sticks. Uh-huh. You bite oh, wow. into That's it. Perfect. Two separate scenarios that I'm about to paint for Dang. you. One of those, you bite into them. Nothing pulls out. You're just looking at it, and it's just like that thin layer of cheese at the bottom, but it's mostly all hollow. 
right? Is that satisfying? Or is it no. satisfying when you go to a restaurant and you get mozzarella sticks, you bite into it, and it's entirely filled with cheese, and it all comes oozing out? That's awesome. That's the greatest it's not even experience. Close. There's definitely something to this. A burrito is another great one. The types of burritos that I was describing from other restaurants where I bite into it, it's all tortilla at the beginning. Weak. Don't want that. When I go to Chipotle and it's a massive burrito, I bite into it and it's filled with toppings. Way better. Now, let's let's talk Chipotle tortilla. Because yeah. I've gotten made fun of in the past for my... I really like the Chipotle tortilla. I don't know what it is. I can't really describe what makes it any different than like a... I don't know, a tortilla brand from the grocery store. But one of those, just a generic one. I think that they're really good. And so what I used to do, this used to be my order. It's everything I said, plus the double wrap, so I get the double bread. You can get a tortilla on the side for 50 cents. I would get that. I would take the chips and I would tear off a piece of the tortilla, wrap it around the chip. Which now that I'm saying this all aloud, that's a lot of tortilla. Because the chips are just that. I love it. I'd wrap the tortilla in the, or I'd wrap the chip in the tortilla. I would crush the chip in there. So it's kind of like a crunchy little like roll up. Uh-huh. And then I would, I would dip that in either the guacamole or the case or whatever I was feeling in the mood for that day. And that would be my little side snack. This is why you're six foot five. <laughs> That's like yeah, the most like growing, growing boy <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this is how you create superhumans. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> it's a good tortilla. I think it's really, really good for what Chipotle sets out to do, which is to make a big old loaded burrito filled with toppings. This thing is yeah. stretchy. It's pliable. They clearly know what they're doing in terms of like how much you warm it up, how much you let it like sort of steam like on its own, like put the towel over that sort yeah. of thing. It, it's very pliable. It's big. This is a large. This is your classic large burrito style tortilla. It's stretchy. It's good. I think that's gluten-y. what it is. <laughs> I, I think it's a texture thing. It's definitely stretchy, and it folds on itself really well, and mm-hmm. it layers really well. When you get a thick bite of it, I just think that's so good, and it really feels like it's a, a conjoined piece. It doesn't feel like you're biting into three layers of tortilla. It feels like you're biting into the into the tortilla, the bread of this burrito. Mm-hmm. I think that there's something in it. It it just layers a little too well. Mm. I'm with you, man. I think it's really good too. I, I I don't I don't I don't know why you're you're getting poked fun at. I think I think it's a tasty I know. tortilla. Yeah, I think a good tortilla is one of those underrated things. Like sometimes people yeah. are like, why would you ever make like homemade tortillas when you can get them a bunch of them for thirty cents or whatever? But it's like, I there's something to it. A tasty and nice tortilla is a very pleasant experience. It's just that you can't, it's not the same anywhere else. This is a pro tortilla household, pro Chipotle tortilla. And this household. is a safe space. Yeah. To get a tortilla on the side. Yeah, if you're so inclined, go for it. Ride, did you know that last month had National Burrito Day in it? What? Are you kidding me? Get out of town. Yeah, dude, it was uh, April. Sixth. This is slightly confusing because I'm seeing here that April 6, 2023 was National Burrito Day, but April 4th, 2024 is National Burrito Day. That's a little confusing. 
<laughs> Interesting. That's a little, yeah. Okay. But anyway, it was April 6th, 2023. It was National Burrito Day. Isn't that cool? What What could you do there? Oh, at Chipotle, they were giving away 10,000 free burritos. Only 10,000? That's kind of weak. Yeah, you had to text a code to a number, and then they sent you the free burrito that you can use on the Chipotle app or DoorDash or whatever. Back in the day, they used to just hand those suckers out. They were just lining up, people just lining up, tossing free free Ritos. I mean, it's the same thing of like free donut day at uh, Krispy Kreme. Mm. Just some interesting Chipotle facts that I have found. Yeah. This is a, a pretty young company, all things considered. Mm-hmm. July 13th, 1993, coming up on the, 20, the 30th year anniversary of Chipotle. Dude, what do you think is going to happen? Big celebration? I, I, th- I, th- I think they might put like Christmas lights around all the restaurants to celebrate. I think that would be cute. Christmas lights? For their yeah, birthday? Like fun, fe- fun festive lights. Not for, like, like For festive. their birthday? Like festive lights. Wouldn't they put up like balloons? They might get popped, though. I said like balloons, like something more birthday themed. It could just be like decorations on a wall, not necessarily real balloons, but just like birthday now, theming. you might remember when we went to Donato's, we talked a little bit about McDonald's investments. I think we did. I hope we did because it was relevant to the company. Sounds familiar. So one of the other, they McDonald's invested in some non-core business restaurants. Donato's being one of them. Chipotle was also one of them. Uh, and I think that that's kind of interesting. So they invested in them, in them back in uh, 1998 when they were kind of a fresh company, only five years into their into their life. Uh, and not that long later, in 2006, they fully pulled out. They took all their money out. Quick note. Mm-hmm. When McDonald's invested in them, they only had 16 restaurants. That's crazy. Well, they saw they saw they had the vision. So, and in the end, so McDonald's initially invested three hundred sixty million dollars in Chipotle, which is kind of crazy if you consider that restaurant. But that's not a lot of operating restaurants. Yeah. And they walked away with one point five billion dollars. That's nuts. This is a fast grower. Mm-hmm. Interesting to know McDonald's had attempted to get Chipotle to add drive-through windows and a breakfast menu. And their CEO refused to do so. Interesting. So it kind of had something to do with them pulling out. Though they also pulled out a lot of these companies. They didn't want to do it anymore. They kind of wanted to focus on their restaurant. Other than focus on like Donato's, Chipotle, yeah. that kind of thing. I think that's really interesting. The refusal to add the drive-thru and the breakfast menu. And it's you know it's still like that today. No drive-thrus, no breakfast. Which are two aspects that I would tie directly to the fast casual experience right yes i don't think of those places as having drive-thrus I, I, that, that's not where my mind would go the drive-thru definitely it makes sense that that he pushed back against it because i think kind of a, in a, an important part to chipotle is the experience of going there right you go there all the restaurants are very well themed right mm-hmm. they're kind of beautiful they've got these like wow. sleek stain stainless tables and and you know the counters like that and then you've got a lot of this these these mexican themed cushions and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think it's a pretty good looking restaurant it's very modern it kind of it, it just it fits fits into the world okay and i and i will say this it really stood out 
it it came to 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 us locally around like 2005 2006 so this would have been the when mcdonald's fully divested from chipotle around that time that was when we got one in our area and at that time that was like very unique and like was like whoa like what is this place doing like it's a fast food place but it looks like this like that that was shocking at the time now that being said a lot of fast food places have sort of gone in that direction not even just fast casual places like some fast food places have tried to do that but I feel like Chipotle was really ahead of the curve in that regard. 100%. And interesting, McDonald's would eventually pick up the modern-esque design in all of their restaurants. Yeah. Really, they, they, they've gone completely away from the classic golden arches on their restaurants and the humanistic design to, to really push for the, the modernist, simplistic design, which is interesting. Uh, but a part of that, design, that interior is you go up to the person on the very left or the right, I don't know. It depends where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you tell them you want a burrito or a bowl or whatever. And then you go to, you know, in the opposite direction, down a line. You mm-hmm. watch them put together what you're making. And then you pay for it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those parts where you're not watching it being cooked because it's not being cooked. It's kind of like it's kind of like Subway where you're, they, yeah. they have all these, you know, trays with the ingredients in them. But yep. you are watching it get put together, which is kind of important to the experience. Yeah, I wonder I what say. I wonder what they have, would have done had they taken McDonald's advice and gone with the drive-through. I wonder if they would have done more pre-packaged yeah. like sort of dishes. Would it have been like, oh, I just ordered the steak burrito and that came with X, Y, and Z? You could probably do replacements like Burger King or, or any of these places, really, or whatever. Yeah, but I yeah, I wonder if they would have gone in that direction. Because my first thought is like, okay, so I mentioned Subway, and I, I don't think Subways really have drive-thrus. I can't think of one that I've seen on top of my head. I've like never seen similar... one. I've never seen mm-hmm. one, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was one. Especially like downtown in like a city or something. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But what I would say is that I know Jimmy John's, Jimmy John's has drive-thrus. Mm-hmm. They also have a lot more named sandwiches mm-hmm. that just have default orders. You can go get a number three you know, the, the whatever, whatever. Yeah. And that will always have a default. Of course, you could switch it, change everything on it. But they do have a lot of default menu options, which is interesting. And Jimmy John's definitely values speed. That's that's yes, they're, what they're primarily known for. Yeah, and I think that's interesting. I would say that in this world that we've been talking about this whole episode of customizable items, sub shops, sandwich shops are, are, are definitely the main yeah, probably the biggest names in in that field of the customizable items is the Subways and Jimmy Johns's of the world. Now you sent me this list on Discord. Mm-hmm. This is an insane list. This is might be the most fascinating thing about I think I've ever seen. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. What is this? Do you care? Would you care to share? So we were talking about the number of restaurants, and I found that pretty interesting. So, so, so a brief overview on uh, on Chipotle. They had 16 restaurants when McDonald's became a major investor. By the time that they had fully divested, Chipotle had gone up to 500 locations. This is when, if you were in the United States, which is where I would assume most of these locations were, as you had heard of them by this point, by 2006. They were becoming a name. Uh, in 2015... They had more than 2,000 locations and a net income of $475 million. Lots of money coming in. Lots of employees, 45,000. In December 2022, they have 3,182 restaurants. That's a big number. It is. 
for for what Chipotle is, which is to say, like you said, a restaurant that is currently less than 30 years old. So what I sent you is the Wikipedia list of the largest fast food restaurant chains sorted by number of locations. And a lot of these also have a revenue number listed next to them. And it's a very interesting list. This is fascinating. I can't get over some of these. Yeah, just go through it or just say whatever is interesting to you while you're looking at this. So uh, the first thing you see is McDonald's number one. That's not really a question I would have asked before. Yeah. What surprises me is the position of two and three, because I would have flipped those. If you asked me, if you told me that those were two and three, I would have I would have flipped them. Not even a doubt in my mind. Me too. Number two is Subway, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. And number three is Starbucks. I would have guessed Starbucks uh, and Dunkin' are two and three. That just makes so that made so much sense to me. Oh, out of a lot of these, that those are the smallest footprint that you can imagine. Yep, I would have guessed Starbucks, no question. Yeah, and I would have guessed Subway way lower. Now, if this was ten to fifteen years ago, I would have guessed Subway just because, like, ten to fifteen years ago, I knew that because, like, uh. like ten to fifteen years ago, they expanded so rapidly. The reason why they're still number two. I think uh, I don't know if we talked about this at some point on the show. Subway spread like wildfire. Really? They pushed franchisees oh, wow, so hard. Like that was like their thing. Was is that they were like hyper competitive when it came to franchising their place out to people. They were like trying to get anybody in that they could. They they did a lot of very aggressive tactics. What's surprising is is that they're still number 2. In terms of number of chains. Now, I want to point you towards a fascinating number, which uh-huh. is their revenue. Subway's oh revenue is $16 billion. That's a lot of that money. That is interesting. Starbucks's is $32 billion, twice as much. Well, that's what you get when you upcharge all your coffees. Ooh, you got That is em. interesting. I want to point you to a better number, which is the amount of controversies under... Uh, the amount of bullet points that are controversies on Subway's Wikipedia page, which is nine... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh my oh my god yeah and also the amount of bullet points under marketing which uh, is one the the last controversy is where i would like to point <laughs> you funny. which is the calls for boycott over the russian invasion of the ukraine <laughs> I, I i i i scammed it really quick i guess uh all their you know their peers in the industry mm-hmm. were like we're not gonna operate as many stories in russia and somebody was like no no, I don't think I will. <laughs> no, I'm good on all that. <laughs> Rounding out the top five, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, the BK, Burger King. Nice. This is an interesting list. So, Something that stand out to me is like, you know, you get your pizza joints, your pizza, your Domino's, you get your, your Dunkin's, your Krispy Kreme's. Okay, th- those all make sense. A little surprised that Taco Bell is all the way down at 11. Mm-hmm. Then the number 12, the combination Dairy Queen Orange Julius. That's surprising. That is surprising. Because they're above places like Wendy's, you know, Papa John's and Little Caesars. That, that's Popeye's. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have guessed that. I, I'm also thinking some of these are interesting of the region specific ones mm-hmm. and and ones that go you know international because like a lot of these top ones there are McDonald's everywhere in the entire planet right yeah. that is I think I would assume a reason that Taco Bell's a little bit lower than you have expected 
So I don't know how successful those are. As successful. I mean, there are Taco Bells everywhere in the world. You know what I mean? I don't know how many well, there are overseas. I could be wrong. Well, no, 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 no. There are. Something that I have I've seen online many times over the years, Taco Bell coming to other countries internationally is a Ugh. relatively new thing. Oh, interesting. So like some of the online spaces that I'm on, I, I'll hear and see things from, say, people in the United Kingdom. And people there for the longest time were like, I only know what Taco Bell is through like American movies and TV shows. I've never seen one. But over the last, you know, 10 years or so, that has started to change. And now that there are Taco Bells all over the place. But that is relatively new. And for a long time, I don't know if this is still true. Taco Bell was like one of the fastest growing fast food chains. For a long part in the 21st century, like they were, they were always kind of making more money, becoming a bigger name. Um, so yeah, they're a big riser. Another one I, I'm I'm thinking is interesting is right between Tim Hortons and Costa, I believe, which are both coffee places that are region specific, right? Tim Hortons in Canada, the other one in the UK. Right in between those is Wallace. Mm-hmm. from in china mm-hmm. which is not a coffee place it's just a huge fast food chain in china i think it's kind of interesting do you know what their cuisine is what do they do this is not a very descriptive web page yeah i don't know <laughs> what is this menu are you looking at what i'm looking at yeah is it that like facebook link yeah it looks to be very american food which is interesting Huh. It kind of looks fake. Yeah, the menu that we're looking at is things like cheeseburgers, chicken, chicken sandwiches, fries, Sprites, Cokes. That's, huh. Yeah. I'm also looking at a fried chicken that is a, an actual chicken. Like it, look, it's like, it looks like it's like in the shape of a chicken still, but it's entirely fried. I don't know if that's possible. That's weird. Are you seeing that as well? <laughs> I don't think so. Or, or am I hallucinating? Okay, well, I'm, there's two of them here. <laughs> I'm looking at. I'm looking at this. Okay, I'm looking at this. Oh wow! And I'm looking at and I'm looking at this, which it kind of confirms my suspicions. Yeah. No, I see it. What? Yeah, that's is going a, on in China? That's. Huh. Okay, so from the looks of it, yeah, this just seems to be a, like, takes on American fast food. Weird. Interesting. And so, yeah, so, like, the Costa, Costa, and then Tim Hortons, those are, yeah, both coffee places with about the same number of restaurants. And then coming in at 25 is Chipotle, surrounded by places like Arby's, Sonic, Popeye's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, those sort of places, which that all sounds about yeah. right. And, and, yeah. and, and like Chick-fil-A and Chipotle, you know, are at 25 and 28 respectively. Uh, to me, those places just feel like places that are massive in the United States that mm-hmm. maybe have not had the widespread international buzz that, say, McDonald's or Subway have had. Yeah. That's that, my, that sounds about right. That's my takeaway from that. Interesting. That is interesting. I feel like we've learned a lot here. Rai, what kind of rating are you going to give the Chipotle burrito? For the Chipotle burrito, this one's kind of tough. 
Mm-hmm. I won't lie. You know what? I'm going to do it. This is a five taco out of five tacos. Burrito. <laughs> that, got, <laughs> that got confusing. <laughs> I, I, I I was almost going to give it the four. I feel like when I, when I you know, I'm on the Letterboxd movie rating app. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, and I love to give fours. I think four is like the most easily the most common score I gave to things. Yeah, that I like, but I'm too afraid to tell you I loved them. Sure. This is a five. This this is a go to. This is an instant. I, I'm never upset when I have this. This I mean, it, I, it's just a go to. It's a classic. It's a standby. I, it'd be hard for me not to put this in the pantheon of everything that we've given five whatevers out of five. This is this is a classic. I'm right there with you, and I'm going five out, uh, five tacos out of five as well. When I think of just my, yeah, my, my, my standards, my, my go-tos, my, my, uh, when I just want something safe and, and yeah. that I know is going to fill me up, and I'm going to feel good about it afterwards, I'm going for a Chipotle burrito. I, I, I'm right there with you. It's, it's in the pantheon. We, I think we got to come up with a name. For yeah, we gotta we gotta get we gotta get a Hall of Fame going. Too. Yeah, a Hall of Fame. We'll, we'll workshop that. We'll 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 come back to that. But uh, for right now, I will just say I love the Chipotle burrito. It's a great experience. I think I can go any meat. I think I can mix up the toppings and still be really satisfied. So I'm glad that we went into all of the kind of the the full menu, even though we got our standard order today. I'm glad I'm glad that we went through it because. I think that you can really customize this in any direction that you want to get the burrito for you and you'll be really satisfied with it. I, I, I feel like I always am. So big yeah. fan of the Chipotle burrito. One of the most consistent things you can you can buy. Well done. Yeah. Them, but also us. Well done us. Yeah, another five out of five show. I mean, we, we would call like we would have a name for our five out of five shows, but there's just so many of them. So there's no point. Yeah, it's been something that we've come to realize over the course of almost the first year of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We've kind of gravitated towards the stuff that we like. That is true. It's a positive show, but I'm okay with that. And you know what? Maybe I just like fast food. Is, is there anything wrong with that? Sue me. It tastes good. Oh, here he goes. What? Food Inc. I just said it tastes good. Do you know they tried to cancel our podcast? They got the guy that wrote that book. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, we're not hiding anything. <laughs> the meat industry is mostly really terrible. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, let me correct that. It is really terrible. <laughs> so... Some guidance for our audience, like, hey, you can all make your own decisions. If you would like to get fast food, do it. If you would also maybe like to look into the fact that eating meat is maybe not great for many, many reasons, uh, maybe do that and maybe don't do it. I'm not, I'm not all about that. We're I not, don't know about all that. I'm not preaching. I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm just saying that perhaps eating meat may be not good for environmental reasons, for moral reasons, and so on. You're, but you're not about that life. Got got milk. Like me. 
Yeah, like, are you are you are you are you drinking enough milk, dude? Am, am I milk pilled? <laughs> am I dairy pilled? No. Dang. Well, you're gonna die soon. So. When was the last time you drank an ice cold glass of milk? Oh boy. Plain straight. Um, when was the last time you drank some? It's gotta straight have milk? been years. Same. Yeah. I, I have milk in my cereal. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. But just straight milk? No, I'm not doing that. No. I I don't dislike. It's just what? Why would I ever pick that? I don't. I don't understand. Maybe a chocolate milk. Maybe. People will do that when they eat really hot stuff. They pour all that milk in their mouth. That is true. I always think that's a little gross. And it usually looks gross because usually those people are in pain. It looks gross. It is effective, though. I, no, no, I believe it. But it, it does not look pleasant when they're just like yeah. chugging it, pouring it all over their face if they get the spicy stuff on their that. face. With, like, the really, really, really hot stuff. Like, the insane stuff that, mm. like... Because ma- it makes you so sick. Yeah. And then you're drinking all that milk. Or I see people do it and they, they eat the ice cream or whatever. Yeah. You're just gonna throw up. Like, you were gonna throw up anyways, but now it's just gonna be worse. Gross. Yeah, don't do that. That's one thing I can say don't do. Apologies to any of our listeners that eat while listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'll eat along. <laughs> Oh my god! If you eat along to this podcast, please write in and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this was a fun one. This was this was a new one for us. This shook things up a little bit. What what and do you think? Well. Yeah, what do you think, right? All in all, what do you, how are you feeling about Chipotle and and all that stuff? I'm liking mixing it up with the uh, the the customizables. I think that that gives some good perspective. It, it lets the listener you know. I mean, you you probably already know what we like, but. It lets you get a bit, I mean, a little more insight on that. Mm-hmm. You see what we order, what we would order. Yeah. Gives you, maybe you want to try something new. Maybe you haven't heard of these things. You had never, never heard of, that. you had never heard of the half rice, half white rice, half uh, I know. Rice. That's what I'm getting next time. So yeah. it really opens the door for the listeners to try new things that aren't just, I've had a Whopper before and I'm going to hear you guys talk about the Whopper. It's a little different. I feel like our audience is now really getting to know us, like on a deeper personal level. We're going to get some parasocial relationships going. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. All of the fake friends through the screens that... Donators. Any donators? (laughs) All right. We've had our fun. And now it's the end. The end of the fun. Fun's over. Go home, everybody. No. No. Oh, don't worry. We'll be back next week. We always are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that listened and made it to the end of the show. This is it. This is us. On NBC this fall. Just kidding. That show's over. No. Like like this one. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. See ya.